So hi everyone, this is Benjamin from Sports Tech X. Today I have the pleasure to talk to Brett from Blitzpredict. Blitzpredict is a cutting edge betting exchange focused on sports, esports and politics, and it's built on blockchain technology. So I expect a lot of interesting things to hear today. But first of all, I want to welcome my guest to the show. So hi, Brett, how are you? Hey, Benjamin, thanks for having me on. I'm doing very well. How are you doing? Awesome. I'm good as well. Pumped to find out more about your project as I heard good things about it. So yeah, let's let's find out a bit more about it. Cool. But first of all, I want to know a few things about you as a person. So why don't you introduce yourself to the audience and tell them a bit about what you've done in the past and what you're up to now? Sure. I'm Brett Ritchie. I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I went to college and became a professional poker player after college. And I did that for about 10 years, at which point I decided I wanted to start a business. And so initially, we were focused in the daily fantasy sports world. We built a mobile app to help FanDuel and DraftKings users, but that market kind of had the ceiling taken away. And so there was we were just kind of struggling, fighting it out in there and saw what was going on in the blockchain space, which was much more exciting. And I was pretty sure sports betting was going to start becoming legalized throughout the US. So we ended up pivoting into the blockchain space. And we are building a betting exchange, um, as you said, focused on sports, esports and politics on the Ethereum blockchain. So that's what we're up to now. Sweet. Sounds super fancy and we need a few details about that for sure. But yeah, just came into my mind that uh, this explains your, your past as a poker player probably explains why you're located in, in Las Vegas. Is that uh, correct to say? It's actually funny. I was in New York City as a pro player because I was mostly an online player. And when I wanted to start a business, I moved to Vegas because it was a lot cheaper than New York to start uh -huh. the business. So I actually moved to Vegas to quit playing poker professionally. And <laughs> and also there's the gaming ties, right? We are in, it, it's a good city for us to be in. So it made sense to come here, but it was mainly uh, for cost reasons. Funny, never heard anybody say, I quit my poker career uh, to move to Vegas. I think yeah. <laughs> that's usually the other way around. All right, let's talk about, let's predict a bit more in, in detail. So the first question is always about the problem that you're solving. So which one is it that you're solving with your solution? So the big problem that we're solving is the sports betting market is incredibly fragmented. It's fractured. You have all these different walled gardens where the Sportsbook wants to protect their losing customers and kick out the winning ones. And then uh, certainly in the US and other places, you have this whole network of these kind of underground bookies. And it's just really inefficient. You have people, the winners have to play all these cat and mouse games. It's inefficient for them. It's inefficient for the sportsbooks. And then the casual player gets really taken advantage of. And it's just a very predatory space. And one of the beautiful things that blockchain technology can do is sort of tear down these walls around all these different liquidity pools and help build global liquidity pools on one event. What we want to do is have a place where if the Falcons are playing the Patriots, we want to tie all of the liquidity in the world or certainly as much as we can together into one order book, which is way more efficient than the current system, which is all about trying to keep people out of, of these smaller ecosystems. It's better for everybody else 
if you have more liquidity in one place. So that's the main problem we're solving, this fragmented approach that everyone's taken to sports betting. Cool. So you're ba basically sort of replacing the middleman, or maybe it's better to say uh, you are the better middleman for sports betting. Is that correct? Yeah, you could say the better middleman. We're trying to essentially remove the middleman. Um, we don't even want to profit from the fee in the market ourselves. The goal is to get the low fee, as low a fee as possible when you count, certainly turning your credit card into some money to bet with and all that, get the fees as low as possible and eliminate counterparty risk. Even the um, regulated sites can still default on customers' money. It's happened. I saw it in poker. I saw it in uh -huh. daily fantasy. I've seen it in sports betting where you deposit your money on a site. You like I thought full tilt poker was a very safe place to keep my money. And you learn that it's not and a business starts struggling Suddenly, they merge customer deposits with their operating funds. One of the main daily fantasy sites did the same thing, Fantasy Aces. So I've seen it happen so many times. And the way we structure it, we can't even touch the customer's money on our platform. So the, okay. our, our users um, essentially keep control of their own funds at all times. And then they can turn that their own money into shares on the events coming up to trade. And again, they have uh -huh. full ownership and custody of those funds at all times. Very nice. I, I think that's already, uh, that's already a few details on how exactly you solved the problem, which would have been my next question. So I understood you use blockchain technology, which is more transparent, fees are way lower for the players. The experience is probably the same. They go to a website and place their bet, I assume. Maybe you can, can say a few words about that. And the other question connected to that is, what is so special about your solution? I know there are a few startups out there who want to replace the middleman who are based on blockchain technology. So maybe you can give a few details about uh, how it works and why your solution is so special. Sure. So the way it works is we are using two protocols on the Ethereum blockchain, Augur and ZeroX, which are two of the flagship protocols built on top of Ethereum. And so what Augur lets you do is you can create a market on anything using this technology. So I could say, will I have two cups of coffee today? And obviously no one's going to bet on that market, but you can create it on anything. So we take <laughs> that technology and we create markets on sports events, esports, and politics. Who's going to be the next president? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Manchester United minus one in this next game. Things okay. like that. Very, very similar to the current betting space. We can use, we create the market. And then what Zero X does is lets you swap these digital assets, these tokens, um, instantly. And that's one of the problems with blockchain is it gives you added security. And that comes at a cost of speed. It can take minutes uh -huh. to perform a transaction on the Ethereum blockchain. And so by using Zero X, we can have our trades done at the instant speed of the traditional betting world, but then provide the security of the blockchain using these auger markets. So that is what we are building. Okay. So, and, and I, as a player, do I need to have a cryptocurrency or can I play with good old fiat money? So that's coming soon within, I think by the end of this year, you'll be able to sign up with an email and password and use your credit card. And you're going to be having your own, Ethereum wallet that you don't even really know about and you can 
use your credit card to purchase DAI, which is a stable coin built on Ethereum, which basically represents a dollar. So, I mean, essentially, this will never take off if it's more difficult to use than the traditional space. It has to be as yeah. easy to use as the William Hill app in your pocket. And that's really what we're building toward. Yeah, this also leads me to the to the next question. What's the challenging part in all this? Is it more to convince people that blockchain, also cryptocurrencies, is not a risky, bad thing? Or is it more, for example, on the technical end, on the pe technical back end to develop a solution like this? I, I, there's, there's a lot of challenges. Regu <laughs> regulatory, I would put at the top of the list because we're at the oh, intersection... Okay, cool of cryptocurrency and gambling, which are two heavily regulated industries for good reason. But it's definitely an area that we take seriously. We take regulatory compliance very seriously and we do our best to sort of navigate these waters. We're really looking to the long term with this project. It's not like a quick flip short term type of thing. And the technology is challenging. It's certainly more challenging than traditional software development. There's just way fewer libraries. There's, there's, it's newer. There have been fewer developers working on it. Like if you go to build something in JavaScript, there are so many resources out there for you to lean on. A lot of yeah. uh, Ethereum development or blockchain development is sort of navigating uncharted waters. And while it's challenging, one of the benefits of the space is it's this really collaborative environment of where we're all kind of incentivized to see each other succeed. And so for like a project like Augur and Zero X, their business model is having projects like ours building on them and driving adoption to them. So it's not a competitive space. It's, it's more collaborative. Obviously, there are competitors too. It's not just like everyone's singing Kumbaya, but <laughs> people do really help out each other in this space and, and work toward uh, just making the development easier. Sweet. And let's assume you are super successful with this. You might even be able to play uh, or place bets with your credit card. So ultimately, how, how do you make money? What's, what's your business model behind this? So we're taking a hub and spoke approach to our business model. And the hub is basically the exchange, which we want to be as low fee as possible. So we don't want to make money off of the exchange directly. And we want to mm -hmm. monetize spokes around that. And so what we've done, we did an ICO. We have our own token. And so our, our revenue model essentially has um, a few different approaches. There's certain spokes are going to be accessed only through the token. You need to have the token. You need to lock up or even destroy some of our token in order to access a certain functionality. Others are going to be fiat. You need to use your credit card. And then there will be some hybrid type approach where you can get a discount if you're a token holder and really just try and monetize off of the other areas. But I think really like the, the model that the sportsbooks have of just trying to gouge their own customer and, and kick out winners, I think that's broken. I think that that is not going to be around in 2025 or whenever looking down the road. There's just clear better... Off options out there. So like for us, I know, and I know the casual guys don't usually care, but the one thing they can grasp is always get the best price or always get the extra half point without thinking about it. And that's what we want to provide. 
If this works out, I think uh, a lot of people will like you. I mean, a few in the betting industry will not like you, but I mean, from a player perspective, especially the ones who, who are good and who are making money, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they will love you. That's the hope. Yeah, we were very, we really <laughs> want to take a, a player oriented approach and, and deliver cool. value to them uh, first. Nice. So now we're in April 2019. What's coming up in the next month? So if I would ask you at the end of the year, what, what would you ideally have achieved until then? So we just launched our alpha version of the exchange. And we're pretty excited about that. We're in testing right now. Right now, our main focus is preparing for Augur's version 2 release, which is coming later this year. We want to launch Mainnet, which is real money, in conjunction with Augur's version 2 release. Right now, all bets on Augur are done in Ethereum, which is fine, but it's a pretty volatile currency, especially if you want to bet on a long-term market like the 2020 election. You're now mm -hmm. going long on Ether also by taking that position. In V2, they're bringing DAI in, which is just a stable coin. It's basically a dollar. And at that point is when I think... And there's a few other really cool things coming out with V2. But our main focus is just getting the exchange ready, fully functional, and ready to go when they launch V2 later this year. Sounds like we're in the middle of exciting times for you. And uh, yeah, this is really like uh, uh, crucial times, I guess. Yeah, definitely. It's it's fun. It's it's a fast-moving space. It's exciting. Cool. All right, nice. I think we got a really good overview of what you guys do at the moment and where you're heading to. Anything else that we missed or that we should know about you? I think we pretty much covered it all. Yeah, we were just really focused on getting this exchange out and um, you know, really trying to provide a better experience for the better than currently exists. Sweet. How, how can people stay up to date through your website, social channels, newsletter? What's, what's the best way? Probably our Twitter is the best. BlitzPredict on Twitter. Uh, uh, email. You can email feedback at blitzpredict.io. Check the website out. We have Discord, Telegram. We have a few other Reddit. So we're pretty, it's all, it's all BlitzPredict. So it's pretty easy to find. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think if somebody wants to find you, they will find you and uh, should be able to get in touch, right? Yeah. Cool. All right. One very last question. It's more about how you personally work or what works for you in your everyday work life. Do you have some sort of productivity hack that lets you work more efficiently, better, uh, that helps you on, on a daily basis? Yeah, I, I wouldn't call it a productivity hack necessarily, but I do have, have one thing that is really important. And that's I like to run outside with no music, uh -huh. no distractions. And it's really powerful for helping me think through my day, for helping me just map out usually business related. Sometimes there's personal type. It's kind of like therapy. I just it's a really healthy like uh -huh. way to just think without distractions. I'm on my computer all the time. I'm on my phone all the time. So I really like those <laughs> 30 minutes or so where I'm just kind of out by the mountains without any distractions and just my thoughts. Uh, it's funny that you mention it because I think in about 15 minutes from now, I'll be heading for a little run. Excellent. <laughs> so good time. <laughs> so do you run in the morning or rather like uh, at lunch or in the evening? I mix it up, honestly, but usually more around lunchtime, kind of middle of the day, break up the day. But it depends often after work and then sometimes in the morning. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of running first thing. I like to, I like to do it a little later, but sometimes you have to. Same here, same here. 
Cool, Brett, uh, that's already it. Uh, very insightful, very cool project, ambitious vision, something that I like a lot. And yeah, thank you for taking part in this and I wish you all the best for the future. Thank you, Benjamin. Likewise. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.